The Short Code Podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Code Podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews. By students, for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcoat.com. Welcome back to the Short Coat Podcast, a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler. With me today in the studio to talk about something very, 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 very serious is M3 Annie Rempel. Hi. M4 Marissa Evers is back. What up, what up? And would you look at that? It's Eric Bozart. <laughs> hey, guys. And finally, it's Sophia Williams Perez or Sophie Williams Perez. She's having a hard time making up her mind. We'll go with Sophie today. Okay, Sophie. I'm glad to have you all here today on this solemn occasion. You've probably heard at this point, listeners, it's all over the news that Yahoo Answers is shutting down in May. So, Thank you for being here, you guys, to help me process what is probably the most horrible news of 2021 so far. I'm totally sure. I mean, you know, we had the insurrection. <laughs> oh, yeah, right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is worse, personally. Arguably similar scales. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially glad to see you, Sophia. Sophie, this is your third appearance on the show. <laughs> I Third think. time's the charm. Isn't that right? I'm so I'm just very happy to have you back. You guys too. I don't want to exclude you guys, but you know. particularly Sophie. Yeah. As president of the CECOM student body this past year, I will forgive you. Been, it's all a facade. Uh, I don't mean to put I totally Get mean, behind emails. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, and I, I totally mean to put you on the spot. What's it like to lead a bunch of medical students? I the phrase that comes to mind is herding cats. Yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's this. been fun. Normally, like any given year, I would have anticipated certain things to happen but obviously with what has ensued with the pandemic last year yeah you're all like like last year you're all like yeah i'm student body president (laughs) yeah charity auction yeah holiday feast (laughs) and you're like none of it (laughs) instead you'll be doing these things (laughs) lots of emails apologizing student body her emails are very graceful well crafted Mm -hmm. i appreciate it Mm -hmm. i read them only 87 times uh-huh, before I, I hit send. And then I still notice a typo. That is it's humbling. <laughs> that is insanely humbling. Worst. Mass emailing is the worst. Every once in a while, I have to send out a mass email to the entire university yeah. announcing something that we're doing. Oh. Like, you know, the, the, our conference. Yay. And invariably, I screw it up. I'm um, sweating for you. I will I screw it. it. I will <laughs> screw up regular emails as well. So I, was I say, that, you, does, that doesn't happen to just like. That happens to me on a daily basis. Like, it doesn't matter who that's going to. I'm like, uh, I have to ask my fiance, like, can you read over this for me? Like, I, yeah. I, Kate and I are always showing each other our emails <laughs> to, to verify that they're not ridiculous. I mean, it doesn't matter. We always screw them up. Yeah. So, well, good job the past year. Keeping up, keeping up your smiling mask while you dealt with, with all that. We've got some listener feedback from Shay wrote into the shortcoats at gmail.com about our last episode in which we discussed the possible alternate paths for students who uh, are unfortunate enough not to match. And she says, or he, is Shea? I'm not sure. I think it's either or. They They say, thanks for bringing to attention the alternate options that med students can take if they don't match. I completely agree that people should have other avenues and that knowing there are backup options could be a relief for med students going through the awful process of not matching. I heard Holly's dissent about the lack of training and her concern for family members who could potentially be treated by these, quote, associate MDs Does she know ARNPs practice independently? Is she aware of what training they have? (laughs) Pointed question. Of course, psych being my specialty, Holly should know that it's really, it's actually really competitive and there aren't a lot of unfilled spots. In fact, there are only three unfilled positions in the whole country and those were at a new program that was actually not NRMP eligible for the match. So effectively there were zero unfilled spots. Just my fact checking for the day. Thanks for bringing this topic to light. You are so welcome, Shay. Thank Thank you for sending your feedback. I appreciate that. Any quick comments about that? I don't think that not matching should be an option. <laughs> yeah. That's my two cents. Yeah. <laughs> it does seem kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, like I I've, I said in the last show, I, the whole discussion was about me, you know, sort of feeling terrible, you know, for people who had to go through, you know, yeah. like 
match and then soap and then have it not work out and then yeah. have to do it again next year and you know all the problems associated. Go back to episode 361, last week's show, and you can listen to my soapbox, my ideas. But it's not even a my ideas. Box. I'll quote, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, putting quotes around the word ideas, but uh, yeah. So thanks for sending your thanks for sending your feedback. I, I really do appreciate it. Here's a listener question from Victoria. Victoria says, first, I want to thank you for your continued efforts to provide inspiration, information, and guidance to pre-med and current medical students. Thank you for uh, highlighting our intro. (laughs) I have been a listener for the last few years and look forward to a new episode every week. Thank you. Secondly, I am wondering if any CECOM students are in the MD-JD combined degree program. If so, what made you decide to pursue this program? What has been your experience so far? Would you recommend it to a person who wants to pursue medicine but has a passion for health policy making too? What are your plans post-graduation? How will you use these degrees? So many questions that we can't answer Mm -hmm. because it's been years since we've had an MD, JD student. Victoria, I checked and I don't even know. We don't even remember how long it's been. We have this option that nobody's taking us up on it. But co-host AJ Chowdhury looked into it for us and he had some thoughts. What do you, I don't know. What do, you, what, what do you guys think? Is, is MDJD a health policy making thing? I mean, the only we were talking about this before. The only person we know who is MDJD is Dr. Thompson. And she did JD and then came into med school. And it seemed like a roundabout way to get to where she wanted to be. Mm-hmm. But you can do health policy without having to do the JD. It's just, I guess, a personal preference of how long do you want your schooling to take? Yeah. Right. And like what your health policy avenue wants to be. Yeah. What do you, what do you like, mean by health policy? It's a big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It depends on like what your ultimate goal is with health policy. Like if you wanted to be more in maybe legislation, you know, like formally in legislation, whether that's state, federal, national, whatever it is, the JD might help mm-hmm. because then you have some of that background information. You've taken the classes, you know, the nuances about like how things occur on those given levels. But if it's more like a local or you wanted to be in like organized medicine or things like that, I would think an MPH could get you to where you want to go because there's the AMA and there's other places like that that facilitate plenty of physicians that just have an MD or have masters of some sorts rather than JDs that Mm -hmm. I know of. Yeah. It seems kind of crazy too because like if you choose to go down that route, you don't really, you would have to eventually probably pick one or the other. It would seem like you don't, I feel like it'd be hard to be a practicing lawyer and practicing physician. Like it just seems, I don't know, kind of racks my brain a little bit. Mm-hmm. AJ Chowdhury looked into it for us and he says, yeah, it's a very small program that requires you to fill out a very specific niche. There's not, not much overlap between the two and assuming the MD is first in your priorities. You don't need a JD for many of the legal and policy tasks an MD can do, like being an expert witness or consulting in biotech for pharma, a hospital administrator maybe, but you'd probably be better served with an MBA. He, of course, had problems with the financial issues of being a JD and an MD. He says it's the worst financial choice because you're adding on three more years of debt and opportunity costs uh, as you lose three years of top-end physician income. Law is going to make you less money. Mm-hmm. So that's important to you. And it's a good idea to do things like get involved in advocacy or policy in in his uh, estimation it, before choosing to apply to a a dual degree just because it's so financially and time intensive with not a lot of payoff unless you have really good reasons and really understand why you're doing this mm-hmm. so if can i ask a question real quick yeah did so when aj was looking at that did did he say that people who would pursue an mdjd that they would potentially more likely be going like they could do like expert witness type stuff i'm think i'm just thinking because i'm a minnesotan native and so i'm obviously following the Derek Chauvin oh, trial yeah. right now. And they're, they're talking about all that testimony, like from, you know, it sounds like pulmonary care experts and things like that. I'm just trying to figure out, like, I was thinking in the car ride over today, like, how does a person get to that point as a physician? Like, does someone have to approach me to ask me to, hey, do, will you testify in court? Or yeah, like, you know, obviously you have to be, you know, it's a good question. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't tell me that. I didn't think of asking that, but I would imagine that, you know, do you guys know anything? Do you, have you guys heard anything about this? I, I would just imagine that, you know, your, your publications would play into that. My guess is it's something that you, I don't know if you just decide to become an expert witness or it just sort of happens to you. Like, so <laughs> I have no idea. I had a professor in college who was a psychologist and they were a forensic psychologist. So like okay. they, they were like specific for sure. being like an expert witness and stuff, but it was just something of like, they threw publications and then kind of got involved and just like, it kept going and yeah. now they just like 
get hired as a, an expert witness in a lot of things. Yeah, I think same goes for forensic pathologists mm -hmm. and they just have, a, mm. I mean, just they have an MD and are very routinely called to be expert witnesses for cases they've done autopsies for. So clearly more likely to be an expert witness if you're a forensic whatever. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Forensic lawyer. <laughs> no, no, I just thought that. <laughs> I was trying to think what a forensic lawyer would be. I, I think of this. Myself from last. <laughs> I mean, you know, you laugh however you want, at whatever you want. That's what we're all about on this show. You do you. Sounds like we're leaning towards masters of public health for health policy, though, as a easier slash more, what's the word I'm looking for? Easier, more, more accessible, more accessible, more universally applicable. Efficient. And efficient, yeah. But JD, you know, if you want to do empty JD, your, your options are somewhat more focused, specialized. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but good luck. I'd like to hear more about that. I confess I don't know much about it. So hope we helped. <laughs> It'd be interesting to hear plans. How I feel. It's actually shine off every show. Hope we helped. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Eric? I was just going to say, I'd be interested to hear plans, like what that person plans to do, like what, yeah. how they view that JD being used. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to know more, but what can we do? It's not like I couldn't have invited her on the show and I ever asked a question. And I was like, that's cool. In honor of our old friend, Yahoo Answers, the saddest place on the internet. <laughs> Let's give you some exposure to the ideas and concerns of your potential future patients today. I have selected some favorites that we've had on the show in the past, and I've picked a couple new ones. So let's see what you guys can make of these questions. Maybe give some advice. Maybe we'll learn something. I think it will be you people who teach something, but and not <laughs> these people, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. So let's start with our first one. We have this old favorite from somebody with concerns about hygiene. So my armpits smell. At first it was my left, and it smelled like melted butter and was always itchy. Now it's just my right armpit that smells like melted butter and is always itchy. What's going on? Are you putting melted butter in your armpits? <laughs> That's the first question I think about. That also, if your BO smells like melted butter, that's not bad. That's a good smell. Yes, yeah. Honestly, it's it's like, oh, what are you cooking? I'd be like, that's just my BO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my armpits smell like cinnamon rolls when uh... fresh cookies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Movie theater popcorn. Oh, uh -huh. there's a undercurrent for me. There's an undercurrent of sort of a urine smell to a movie theater popcorn. I don't know. <laughs> really? If, I don't know if that's where are you going to movie theater <laughs> eating in your popcorn? It's not enough to make me not eat. It. Do they take the popcorn, you know, best. like behind the wall, and then they come back out and hand it to you because <laughs> maybe there's like glimmer of suspicion. <laughs> They're actually just using the urinal cakes and then oh <laughs> yes. Oh, oh yeah, come on! Haven't you ever been like, you know, you just peed and you're like. It's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trying to think of, you know, the eight point million last times I've peed. I can't I can't draw upon a single time. <laughs> Did you know that it, no matter how large a mammal you are, it always takes one minute to pee. So you could be an elephant and you will still pee one minute. I find that hard to believe. It's true. Science. I believe it was so, a I'm gonna I, time myself. I have. <laughs> It's pretty close. About a minute. It's pretty close. Really? Dave, do you just have a chalkboard in your bathroom? Just kind of like I up? Just time it was up. minute. This time was minute in a second. Yeah, I just I go in. There's like a chess clock in the back of the toilet. I just hit it. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. I count, Eric. I can count to six. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if elephants get BPH. What's oh, that? Benign prostatic hyperplasia. Is that like a big prostate? Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. Getting good at this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that might spread out the minute. What are the count. symptoms? Yeah. Out of curiosity, 50-year-old, 50-year-old man here. <laughs> asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. What are the symptoms of blah 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 that you big big prostate? Hesitancy, frequency. Mm -hmm. Hesitancy? It can mean that you're going more often because you're struggling to empty your bladder when you do go. Okay. I'm a firm believer in always being prepared for anything. 
So I was happy to discuss this one a while back. If you and a partner are stuck in the desert with no water, any fluids or nutrition, and your partner is deathly constipated, like about to die, you are a male. Would it be the correct course of action to pee in their butthole if you had no other devices to collect the fluid and squirt it in this manner? Why are you going to pee in the butthole and not the mouth? Great question. Wait, they're dying of constipation? Yes. Apparently. In the desert. And your your solution is to give them an enema with your urine. I'd go find a cactus and uh, well, use no, the wait a minute. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Not that. <laughs> you know, aloe vera type yes. juice inside. Yes. And like, <laughs> juice. Yeah, but, but then you've got no it. options. No options available. The only liquid you have uh, is their urine, urine. But their solution is to pee in someone else's butthole. I want to point out that, Annie, you're, you're, I mean, that's it's a good solution. I I think the problem is that you don't you don't have a device that you can use to put it where it needs to go other than right other than drinking the cactus juice and then peeing it in somebody's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yikes we are in a bad situation i think i think you're yeah i think they've really tied our hands with this question yeah I'm just I, I, I wonder if that was part of it yeah um uh, yeah you've yeah so, I mean, the big question is, is there any nutrition? I guess first first things first, is there nutritional value in urine? Step Wait, one. What does that have to do with it? You're putting it in their butthole. The issue is the constipation plus lack of water and any other and materials. Of animals. <laughs> but you're probably constipated because you're not, you've already taken all of the liquid you possibly can right. out of you. Right. And like, and how long have they been in the desert? So yes. like, how long have they, are they truly constipated or have they just not been eating and they right. have nothing to pass? Yeah. But you still can pass things. Yeah, some like mucus. Come on, mucus and Come on. Stuff like that. Okay. What's their mucus content up their butt? Yeah. Something For I never thought I'd discuss. One. Butt mucus. Butt mucus. Okay, wait. Can we just confirm so, these are these are questions that have been asked of on Yahoo, Yahoo answers. answers? Yes. Yes. Uh, People have these questions. Yes. People have these questions. They go to Yahoo Answers. They well, they now they can't go to Yahoo Answers. Wiki Answers will be the new Yahoo Answers. Or Quora oh. or something. Yeah. Yeah. I did. So. I confess I did look at Cora <laughs> just to admit, just to reassure myself. I feel a little better, but the the uh, the questions are a little bit more. I don't know. Anyway, point is, I'm I'm yes, I'm personally having a difficult time figuring out a reason to pee in somebody's butthole medically. I, just, I don't want to rule out I other just, reasons, but I yeah, I don't think it would accomplish what you would. And no, then you lose no. that fluid and then, you yeah. know, goodbye. Yeah. yeah. What if you had to? Don't be selfish. Drink the urine later if yeah. you get dehydrated. If they're I would de- save it. I would if they're constipated, it. okay. So deathly constipated. That's also key. I also forgot. So, the so there's obstipation happening. <laughs> yes. Ob- obstipation. They're not passing gas as well. Oh. Okay. They have a bowel obstruction. Yeah. <laughs> so probably no amount of pee at that. No, no pee is going to spines help. from the cactus and just do an X lap. Look Ooh. at that. See what's an X lap? <laughs> an exploratory laparotomy, kind of from that sounds, pubis. That sounds okay. Very sterile in the desert. I'm not totally gonna, sterile. I'm not going to advocate for this, but the next person I read about who's done an X lap with a cactus spine <laughs> in the desert, in the desert I'm so going to be damn impressed. <laughs> that's that's right up there with the guy who did surgery on himself in the Arctic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or in the Antarctic. Anyway, okay. It's a great question. Thank you, Yahoo Answers. <laughs> Let's look at the next one. You know, not a small number of our Yahoo Answers discussions over the years were about pranks by alleged friends. So here's a new example. My friend played a prank on me and put Windex in my Gatorade and my stomach kind of hurts. Should I make myself vomit a couple times or what? Or what? Why do, why do our friends do this to us? You know, my friend is always, my friends are always putting Windex in my, hmm. <laughs> is this a message? Is this What's a message it? your friend is trying to tell you? They're just trying to give you ethylene glycol poisoning. Or maybe yeah. they saw a big fat Greek wedding. I was thinking that. What? Have is you ever seen that movie? It's like, yeah, I don't remember. They put Windex on everything. If you're, if you're oh, sick, put Windex right. on it. If it's something sturdy, put Windex on oh, it. Yeah. Mm. Our toxicologist would say, please don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, let's be clear for our. <laughs> 
listeners <laughs> do not we don't advocate uh, i mean we don't advocate a lot of things that we're talking about we don't certainly don't advocate cactus spine <laughs> x laps and we don't advocate putting windex we don't advocate friends especially putting windex in their drink. i mean if you want to do it yourself i still don't recommend it but friends shouldn't windex each other <laughs> gonna be the new tide Pops i was challenge. gonna say yeah, <laughs> yeah. yep this is um, ground zero. <laughs> terrible idea. Yeah, you should make yourself vomit probably. Or, or how about call, call poison control center? Yeah, definitely yes. call poison control. Yeah. That's, number, that's step one. I think probably step two is, yeah, probably make yourself vomit. That's fine. Right. Well, how much were they drinking? Like, did they take like, a sip and they're like, oh, this tastes gross. Like, how much did they consume? I'd want to know that. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. That's an important I mean, question. I mean, you probably just give them some IV fluids anyways. Like yeah. you don't want to vomit. Okay. So you don't want to, I, my understanding of, of vomiting after consuming something poison, you don't definitely don't want to vomit if it's corrosive. Right. Then you've got yeah. another issue. Just mm-hmm. yeah. Your esophagus I already had enough problems on the way down. You don't need to make it worse on the way up. Yeah. So I always feel like that's when they say don't induce vomiting. You think? Yeah. What's the active ingredient in Windex? It's ethylene glycol. It's ethylene glycol. It is? Yeah. I didn't know that. I, didn't know I was either. on a toxicology rotation. I talked about the toxic alcohols. So Is ethylene glycol, the, that's not the stuff in antifreeze? It is. Yeah. Oh, it, it is. is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like Windex has different things within it and like ethylene glycol is one of them, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then, so like that can cause you to have some like metabolic abnormalities so mm. you can get an acidosis that can happen and that's Mud like- piles. What? Yeah. There's an acronym called Mud Piles, and it oh. talks about like okay, high was... anion gap metabolic acidosis. Okay, I was <laughs> thought we were thought we were getting back to the cactus <laughs> anus hydration. <laughs> yeah. Turns out the answer to that question is drink some Windex, and you can have some mud piles. <laughs> Actually, just a spa that we're sending them to. Yeah, <laughs> very bizarre. Uh, okay, well, see, we did learn something. I did learn something today. Appreciate that. All right, here's another one we can discuss. This is another oldie about the spread of insect-borne diseases. Oh boy! A fly hit the inside of my lip earlier. Can I get a disease or something? Poop was feet away and may have gone on it. I wiped my lip right after with my shirt. Please help. I'm freaking out. I remember liking this one just mostly because of the voice. And it says poop was feet away. I mean, this can happen to any of us, really. Yeah, it's it's really not a weird question in the sense that it's not like butter pits or (laughs) friends feeding feeding us. Windex. This is a real thing that can happen. Flies hit and mouse. And then you might be concerned about what would you say to a patient who expressed this concern and was like, Doc, Poop was feet away from this fly in my mouth. I'm mean, so sorry this happened. First and foremost, show your compassion. I like it. Can you tell me more? Oh no, I can't. Poop was feet away. Come on, I've told you. I've told you everything you need to know. Poop was feet away. Uh, was right there. I mean, the amount of like fecal matter that's being transferred on the little feet of a fly is probably pretty darn small. But, you know, monitor your symptoms, I'd say. Stay hydrated, you know, like. Monitor your symptoms. That's what I always say to my. Watch and wait. Watch and wait. That's what I always used to say to my children when they're like, I have a stomach ache. And I'm like, well, let's, we'll we'll keep an eye on it. See what happens. I could be a doctor. I really could. All right, let's see. This one, you guys are ambitious. So this previously aired question might hit a nerve for you in a couple of different ways. I am 20 years old, never been to college. Will I get a job putting people to sleep for surgery and get paid for it from next month? I never done it before. I will ring hospitals in my city tomorrow. They will let me put people to sleep in theater. Is this I a Craigslist ad? Is she doing this legally? <laughs> no, clearly not. She's calling hospitals. She's doing the right thing. She's asking the question. She's calling hospitals tomorrow <laughs> to ask if the... Who at a hospital was, fields that call? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <What> transfer center. <laughs> I love this idea because it's like, okay, so this question, clearly this person, it, this question occurred to this person moments ago. Right. And they were like, oh, I, could do this. I could put people to sleep. Yeah. Anybody could do that. Yeah. I'm going to call hospitals tomorrow. <laughs> I want to know how she's going to do it. 
she just like slug them with that or does she know that it's usually done via medication she just takes a rag <laughs> how hard could it be you're just put people sleep anyway yeah tell you know, this to all just, of like, just, just sings friends. them lullabies sounds like a would-be serial killer or like yes. one of those people that gets away like impersonating a doctor like yeah. I just need uh, practice. That's that's an interesting theory. Like this person is a serial killer who is looking for an outlet for his or her destructive urges. Doctor season three coming yeah. your way. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, yeah, it's that's actually really good. I mean, you know, like you could be a psychopath. I don't know if that's the proper term for a serial killer, but you, let's just say it is. You could be a psychopath and channel your bad desires into something good. And that's what this Look, person is doing. It's like it's like they're asking permission. Like, yeah. can I try? Yeah. <laughs> the worst they can say is no. Can I try? Yeah. <laughs> and I'll move on to the next hospital. <laughs> Look, out of the fourteen hospitals in my city, one one of them is going to surely. You know, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. It's uh-huh. like dating. Oh. <laughs> You have a problem with that? Someone's bound to say yes. <laughs> Keep asking. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Actually, I'm going to put this on my list of questions that patients should ask before surgery. When was the last time you hired somebody off the street to put me to sleep? Because <laughs> they called you one day and you were like, oh, shit. Yeah, we're our anesthesiologist is late today. And we have somebody that needs to be put to sleep. Bring in the sub right now. Right now. <laughs> Actually, here's another question that just occurred to me. Are they applying for a euthanasia position? Do they think like 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 pets? You you still have to go to like some sort of schooling for that. Just putting them to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> going off to a nice rest. The long nap. The long the, <laughs> the long dirt nap. Oh. they're going to the farm oh i'm sorry always yes, the farm. my they're mom has made that joke about jasmine recently <laughs> oh, no! jasmine? did you did you lose a pet no oh. she's living she's oh good living. why she's is your totally mom fine why is your mom she just pees on the carpet oh, oh she's old she's an old yes. kitty cat i assumed 18. it was a cat 18 i assume she was a cat she has a cat i don't know and what jasmine. i'm jasmine i don't know what i'm gonna do when my cat gets old i've only she's she's only probably we think a couple of years old so it's a Most, little, it's a little early, but we do love her. It's kids. really early. We do love her. <laughs> kids. Eighteen, and we're not even thinking about it. I know, I know, I know. Most of our cats, whenever uh, they were getting to that time, would just run away. They're like, "Oh, it's time, goodbye." Is that what you call that? No, no, no. Like, you so, like open the back door. And you're like, <laughs> we had indoor outdoor. Cats. It's cheaper. <laughs> we had indoor outdoor cats, so that they oh. like were allowed to like come and go as they pleased, but like they always stayed on our property. But then our cat turned 22 and she just disappeared. Okay. Yeah, cats do that when they're sick. They sometimes go and hide. Yeah. Yeah, my cat's an indoor cat strictly because I won't let my pretty precious kitty out of my sight. <laughs> yeah. so, what were you? Ours was just too fat. We couldn't let her outside. Otherwise, she'd get eaten. Not <laughs> <laughs> anywhere for her life. Our, our cat was a stray. Was a stray that was picked up and and and, and neutered and you know at the shelter and all that kind of stuff. So she lived a life on the on the mean streets, and she probably had kittens at some point, according to the vet. So you know, she led a hard life. I think. Yeah. Uh, I also think she might have been abused by somebody. Uh, she acts weirdly in certain situations, like when I hold a broom. Aww. So I'm, I'm a little concerned about that, but she's got a happy life now. But yeah, I don't want her getting out of the house. I feel like she'll just run across Rochester and, you know. The end. The end. She's my baby. Tigothy just likes to hang out with the, the squirrels. Tigothy. His name is Tigothy. 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 I, like Tigothy. I really like <laughs> that. Right. Uh, he just likes to like look at the squirrels. So we let him outside. He's also mentally challenged, so we kind of just let him do whatever he wants. I, I do wonder a little bit about Fishwick. Fishwick. Is it the formal diagnosis? <laughs> mentally challenged? He got attacked when he was a kitten, and our so our cat had kittens, and Tigothy was one of them, and our dog was very selfish of attention and attacked the kittens, and Tigothy's organs were outside of his body. Like, yeah, I found Tigothy when he was like that, and we rushed him to a hospital, and then he had some brain injuries because of it. So he is mentally challenged. I just it. crapped my pants. It was very sad, Jeez. but he's doing very well. He's very lovely, oh. but he does strange things 
because of it where like when he's happy he chews on his tongue and like he can't drink water normally he steps in his bowl and throws it in his face it's really cute that but is it's cute sad. It's sad. <laughs> we let him do whatever he wants because i think he's earned it oh my god <laughs> I don't, well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> How do we recover from this? I don't know what this to do. Like 15 years ago. He's fine. Okay. 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 Oh, man, this was a tangent of all tangents. <laughs> I, I, wow. I, I, Remember we started with a fly pooping. On <laughs> we got to, I'm going to move on to the next <laughs> question now. All right. So there is a lot of insecurity on Yahoo Answers. And I hope that doesn't transfer over to whatever options we have in the future. But this is, you know, as this is exemplified by this person's recent concerns that I actually think you can all relate to. And I don't mean that you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gave it away. <laughs> Come on. Is it possible bad sleep made me ugly? Hi, I'm 16. Unfortunately, for a long while, I was getting maybe five hours of sleep on school nights. It did not affect my height. I'm pretty sure. And lately, I've been able to get more sleep mainly through naps, but I feel like look ugly. Could that be due to the sleep I got? Can lack of sleep make you ugly? It can make me act ugly. Yes. So there has been research that has shown that whatever side you sleep on will become more puffy in your face. So that's actually kind of why they suggest that you like sleep on your back because it can affect where you get wrinkles on your face and like the swelling. Facial symmetry and yeah. things like so, that. So like that will actually affect how you- <gasps> are, are you talking about when you're a kid? No, it can happen now. No. I know I I am a tight sleeper and it it like really upsets me because I'm like oh I'm always gonna be asymmetric. I've got enough problems. <laughs> I don't need to be ugly face sleep yeah. sleep person guy. I, I don't know how to put that really, but we're all just lopsided. Can yeah. you tell which side? Can you guys tell, <laughs> you tell? which side I sleep on? Right. right. I'm going that one. Yeah, right side. You are correct. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That was my preferred <laughs> sleep side. Hair wow. stylist can also tell which side you sleep on because it stimulates growth of your hair. Because my hairstylist did this last time I got Ooh. my hair cut. <gasps> I'm your gonna hair's longer or longer on the side on the side you sleep because on? like the rustling when you move your head it like stimulates hair growth. I am now going to sleep on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem. Oh. I have a male pattern baldness <laughs> issue. Will that work for 50 year olds? God, I hope so. <laughs> the secret doctors don't want you to know about yeah. us. Do this one strange trick Just... to alleviate your baldness problems. Okay. I like it. See, every time we do this bit, I learn so much. I learn things. This is why we do this. I'm an educator. Yahoo Answers is all we <laughs> I'm an educator. By bringing this to you, I am an educator. All right. Here's an old favorite. I think probably every one of us in this room can understand, sympathize with. Let's take some tingling in pants. What is the most likely reason for this? That's it. Tingling? Or Just, tingling? Yeah, that's my question. What? I heard tingling with a G or tinkling? Tingling. Okay. I thought tingling. <laughs> I was like, are you piddling in your different conditions. Yes. I think this is something we can all relate to. And I, I'm a little surprised that this person doesn't know what's going on. I mean, you know, <laughs> we've all had it. Eric, you've had a tingling. <laughs> it's the, I, <laughs> yeah, lateral cutaneous femoral nerve. Yeah, Your pants are just a little too tight. Yeah. Or oh, you're just pregnant. Expression of a nerve. Or you have diabetes. <laughs> Where in, pregnant. in your pants are you tingling? <laughs> yeah. Where, and like, this is how important part of the, the differential pants? diagnosis. Like, is it shorts or actual like long pants? Because if it's shorts, then you would assume it's like, you know, only knee up. But if it's full pants, then it could be anywhere from ankle to hips. I'm just thinking of like the Cipla stroke localization stuff. Just oh, mm -hmm. no. where, where do you have sensation? Do where have don't you have <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you also That's an EM doctor right there. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You cannot just go past that. What, what did you say? An anal wink. Huh? An anal wink. Uh -huh. Oh. <laughs> Winking. I mean, I, 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 think I, I think I understand what's going on here. I didn't reflex, realize this reflex. was a reflex. Yeah. yeah. So that's like if you have 
an injury, uh-huh. like a trauma response, that's something that you're going to look for. Or you can also. What kind of injury? Like if you had a spinal injury, they oh. want to make sure that everything you're having sensation and still having reflexes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also why sometimes they'll they'll say if you have a finger and they have a butthole, you need to check to make sure that there's sphincter intact. But you hey, why do see, they like, put it that way? Why do they put it that way? <laughs> Marissa, why that way? <laughs> With if you have a finger and they have a butthole? Because like- everyone should be having that checked. That's not a real thing that actually happens, but it, it is pretty frequent where it's like that is part of like a primary and secondary survey okay. yeah. when you have a trauma response, you have to check if they have like their sphincter intact. In the are we in the desert? Is in the desert? Are, they are we in the desert? <laughs> Can we get the scene? <laughs> so much info we need. Wow. See, again, learning things. Okay. <laughs> winking. You still processing, Dave? Always. I will process for hours after today. All right. Next, we've got another hygiene related question it's a big topic on yahoo answers so what's a good comeback for when people say taking a bath is dirty i shower but i also like taking baths because i sit down it's relaxing and i put lavender epsom salt and rose oil to relax my muscles and make it smell good in passing conversations i've lead on that i took a bath and someone will interrupt me and say taking a bath is just bathing in your own debt I got embarrassed because I never thought about it like that, but technically that's true. And everyone agreed, so I was really embarrassed and didn't know how to respond. Is it really bad to take a bath? I mean, what can I say? Because I take a lot of baths and I don't want people to think I'm gross or something. <laughs> I can so no, that's feel awesome. the hurt. I know. This, question. this person's like, I just want to have a nice Epsom salt rose oil bath. It sounds lovely. Make myself happy and do it every day. Yeah. Can she draw me up a bath? No. All right. Yeah, what if great. she just showers after? Or she can just tell or people. Shower, she, or, yeah, or shower rinse before. Off. Rinse yeah. off when you're done. Yeah, Either you way. What? Also, what you do in the bathroom is your own business. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> For your friend. Yeah. No. I, I've not taken a bath since I was a child, I think, probably. That's just not a thing. Eric, you've, you you take baths? Do you, do you, do you like... Do you like, you know, maybe set some candles up and like with <laughs> rose oil and Epsom salts and put on a little this, music and with a glass of wine? This is a conversation my fiance and I had like, I a, well, a okay, while if you want to like, bring it out, bring it out there. Well, well, it, it's she's she's a bath person and okay. I'm a shower person, and you know, again, just like she like early are you on, calling she's like, your are you, are you calling your fiance a dirty woman? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I. It's one of those things of like she she tried to convert me, I mm. guess not not convert me, but you know like she's like hey, have you ever tried this? I'm like honestly, I'm like no, I I prefer shower, you know, get in, get out, you get clean. But then no, again, no. I'm I'm also the type of person that I take a long shower too, so like I kind of get the benefit if you're just trying to like turn your brain off, just yeah. just you know shut down. Yeah, but I like I like me a long shower when I can get it. Yeah. A little hard but, household of four people with you know two kids who also like to take long showers and you know, yeah 40 gallon hot water tank but that's just <laughs> that's just logistics all right <laughs> did your fiance convince you to take a bath did you try uh, yeah I have. Yes. It yeah. there, it has its benefits, but I'm also 6-4 and don't fit in most bathrooms. Oh, so it's yeah. challenging. It's, yeah. There's logistics there that It's been a long time since I've seen you. I forgot that you were that you were tall, a tall boy. <laughs> okay, wait. My question is though, so at, Eric, at your house, it's your bathtub and shower one. Like do you do you, do you step yes. into the bathtub to That I feel mm, do you clean it? Do you clean it after oh, the that, shower? Again, valid. I wouldn't valid want to lay concern. down in my shower. Yeah. Valid concern. After every shower. You do? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I was like, Dave, no. wow. You don't clean Time it. Management. You're, you're not saying clean it after every shower. No, you, no. I'm just curious. Like, I, I feel like if you had like two bathrooms or like a, a bathtub specifically and then a shower that mm-hmm. you walk into specifically, it feels like those are like separate. Yeah. But I know a lot of bathtubs have a shower over it and you can kind of choose. And I I feel like that's like, I don't care about my own body dirt. I feel I would be more weirded out by like 
if this is Mildew like shower, or like any yeah. stuff like right now yeah. my drain has a little ring of or, ratio mar sessions uh, yeah, uh-huh. it, so. or mm-hmm. showering right after why haven't you cleaned that shit marissa I, some of the, marissa? i've just started like the last couple of days marissa? i just haven't well, i've on this rubbed show, it down yet i'm on with this show you. we I'm do not you. judge it is only been there for a couple days. Yeah, days. You've noticed it. Days. You can name what? it. <laughs> I've been sending emails. Okay. She's a busy woman. <laughs> so many emails. Uh, oh. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, I had friends in college who were males who never cleaned their bathroom and they had mushrooms like that grew out of uh, <laughs> and then never cleaned it so uh, i'm a little like what, neurotic what, what, about what, what, it what 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 they this like is, i'm having a, an anal wa- wink moment here <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have like the they, they i guess they didn't know how the curtain worked i don't know but the water would just splash out of their shower and onto, onto the, floor. the ground outside their house no onto their bathroom floor and mold grew and then mushrooms sprouted from that mold and they just uh, never dealt with it. That is some commitment to not washing your, I mean, just never cleaning because at some point, wait, these were your friends or your I'm roommates? Not, no, no friends. I did not live in this. I'm not one to talk because this sounds like a very familiar situation. So <laughs> I am amazed and appalled at the same time of the standards that especially college aged boys will yeah. live in yeah. 18 yeah. to 21 yeah. year old boys. And they would just know it, deal with it. It was, it, you know, some some of us didn't learn a lot about cleaning when we were children's, and yeah. we had we had parents, specifically moms back then, who did a lot of it. Back then, we don't have moms no, now no anymore. Moms. Well, I wanted to be I wanted to be uh, you know a feminist when I, <laughs> when I was discussing this. Um, hmm. My okay. mom is one of those neurotic people that will clean the bathroom, like oh, the yes. bathtub and shower every day. This is reminding so. me that I should clean the bathtub. Yeah, me too. Shower. I'm and feeling very. You too. Very, you too. <laughs> I'm feeling very strongly that when I go home tonight, there there will be a little bathroom cleaning. <laughs> yeah, same. Mushrooms. <laughs> I don't want to. You know. We don't want mushrooms. Do you recommend a knife or scissors to get my mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and are these are these, are these edible mushrooms? Yeah, can I? Or, well, you, I mean, your options are that you can you can eat them or they can have a psychedelic trip or you can die. Flame so. flamethrower. I would, I would Russian suggest yeah, burn, yeah. Just burn the house down. If yeah. You eat mushrooms. mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. It's sometimes not worth you, it. Sometimes you just live in an apartment complex. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, share the same plumbing anyways. And the mushrooms are probably in just the, call in your the neighbors and tell them to evacuate. Yeah. First. Yeah. It'll be fine. Renters and insurance is important in, in the next moment. 30 minutes. Uh, <laughs> the, the thing about this is if Sophie's apartment catches fire for no reason, for no particular reason, yeah, like, edit this out. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've got one week. All right. Let's <laughs> hmm, mushrooms. All right. You know, every one of us, we, you know, we've already talked a little bit about poop. Every one of us poops. It's another big deal on Yahoo Answers. Let's see what we can do for this person. What should I do? Help. I took a sodium phosphate enema because I was constipated and it said it should work within minutes up to an hour. But an hour went by and nothing. So I did another one. Then half hour went by and I've been constantly shooting since then. I read the bottle, which I should have done first. I know, but I didn't. And it says can cause serious dehydration or kidney problems if taken more than one proper dosage. Is that what is going on or will I be okay? Please only serious answers. <laughs> yes, it's always sure. the best. I'm not Please sure we can comply with that last bit, but let's see what we can do to help this person. One or two doses. Is this a problem? Just increase your oral intake. Yeah. And then if drink, 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 drink a drink, lot. Drink. Yeah. And then if you yeah. still are dehydrated, go to the hospital. Yeah. Sodium phosphate. Can you, it, it, so what's, he's talking about an, an enema in this case, but I've, I've had the pre-surgery like drink. Mm-hmm. Is it the same shit? Colase, right? Don't you get that? Pre-surgery like drink. Uh, I don't know what the active like ingredients a, are, actually. Yeah, it wouldn't be col- it colase like is like yeah. not bowel prep. It's bowel regimen. It'd be like just to keep stool soft. Oh, yeah. Cur- no, you got to encourage gotta, bowel movement. So colase wouldn't be th- this like This is the, the stuff that you would take if you were having like intestinal surgery is what I'm talking about. Yeah, or like a colonoscopy. You got to get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. The go lightly is what they yeah. use her. Which is not which which is like the worst name for a product ever because it is not true. You do not go lightly. <laughs> Should we rename it to go heavily and for a long time? 
another perspective from a 50 year old (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah increase your intake of water so go lightly is sodium sulfate sodium chloride sodium bicarb and potassium chloride so oh yeah potassium Mm. chloride that's what's stuck that's what i was so sodium frost that fleets oh perhaps perhaps it's just showing me i should probably brush up before intern year oops Mm. what are you gonna do again Oh. So I'm blanking. The first thing that comes up is Sorry. fleet and it goes surgery. Surgery. Gen- oh, yeah. You're good. That's why I knew the cactus spine X lab. That's right. Should have known. Sorry. What were you saying, Marissa? Uh, the first thing that shows up is for the fleets. Is, it just says gentle glide. Mm. <laughs> I just don't want to know more. <laughs> gentle glide. Is that a feature of fleets? that they're, or Gentle is it- glide tip designs for maximum comfort. Uh. Softest tip. Gliding. The most flexible answer. Gliding. That sounds nice. Glide right on up. I'd rather it. <laughs> so many words. I'd rather it be it. that than other words. Uh, rigid tip. <laughs> slamming. <laughs> slamming. Special slamming tip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> rigid wide gauge tip. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Sophie, you're right. It is sodium phosphate. That's oh, on yes. an, That's in another section of Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god how long have we been doing this now? is this even wise <laughs> no, we're, we're having a good dangerous tangents <laughs> oh my god all right i've got one more over the years we've i as i've said we've actually learned a few things from our discussions on yahoo questions uh, but sometimes i learn things from the answers to start here's the question let's see if you know the possible diagnosis for this person who's very concerned i'm gonna get me a better okay here we go I have white dots around the gland of my penis. What is this? It's a very good question. If you've white got, dots. You've got white dots. Multiple. Uh, thoughts? You're all, any, Does any, it look do they like hurt? dew drops on rose petals? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Because then I would say Herpes. our good pal, the herp. Oh, okay. Are these painful? We need to know. Yeah. Are they painful or not? Yeah. Let's assume no. I, that would have been that would have been something I would have discussed. Yeah. I have Maybe painful like white dots. General warts. Yeah. Okay. White though. That's not what the answer zits. was. Could zits. be. Could be. They have penis acne. You could have penis zits. Penis I'm sure that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you call it? Acne. <laughs> <laughs> <Hockney>. I mean. <laughs> I'm taking that out. Don't mean to malign our friends across the pond. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah. The answer that was in the, the, those are all probably, I mean, you know, like I'm, who am I to judge differentials? I don't, I'm not a doctor, but the one that I learned about in the answers was uh, in my mind earns the award for the most, what the name of a condition, (laughs) pearly penile papules. Is that an actual Dead. diagnosis? Because it just sounds like the description, description? of what they look like. Uh, well, it's not. Yeah, a, yeah it is a description. Is pearly, yeah. pearly penile papules. Why? Pearly. Yeah. Or like, all lichen planus. Yeah. Oh, because all of the, there's like the six P's when it comes to lichen planus, right? Except for then that it's all purple. Purple. Was purple in there. Yeah, polygonal. Yeah. Polygonal. Polygonal. You can have polygonal. Papules. Uh, papules. Apparently. It sounds like like a, a, are they regular? Like, are we talking about like a regular polygon here? That would be are, cool. they, are they papules or are they plaques? Oh, can it be both? Look, probably all I'm telling you, there are six P's. All I'm telling you is that the name of this particular, the, of this particular descriptive bit of, I don't know what's the, what's the right word, diagnosis. Diagnosis is not the right word. Molluscum contagion. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Got some molluscum. But the name of this particular issue, pearly penile. Papules. Why was the alliteration necessary in this case? Why? Why? It makes it worse. Also, why pearly? That's that's a thing. That's a per- descriptor. Yeah. I have an image in my head yeah. of a skin. Yeah. Was lesion. there not some other word available than pearl? When you string those words together, it's not. There's. It's. I don't like it. Would you rather have like opalescent penile oh, papules? That would work. <laughs> that's more like when you're down with OPP. <laughs> Like if it's white or something, milky peanut. Uh, no, no that I don't like that. Uh, nope. nope. Anything or that, no. like, you know, goes on that food border. I beefy like red. <laughs> yeah. Uh, strawberry tongue. <laughs> there is a strong tradition of food descriptors for conditions. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God they haven't reached Kit Kat yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sad day for me. I like Kit Kat. <laughs> 
If you have Kit Kat penile papules, <laughs> you, <get it. laughs> you may be entitled to compensation. Yeah, that's I wrote it. Very wrong there. I, yeah, I just don't like this particular string of words. They're all fine on their own. Uh, I don't know about papule, but papules. That's kind of a yucky name. You guys are all used to this, but when I get exposed to these ideas, uh, sometimes they blow my mind. Like who, I just want to know who was the person who thought, yeah, that's how we'll describe it in this gross way. That sounds like something a dermatologist would say. Those totally three does. words. Yeah, yeah, I was about yeah. to say. Maybe we're just, we're in it too yeah. deeply. We're numbed. If you've got this problem, <laughs> if you've got this problem or some other, do you go to the dermatologist or do you go to the urologist? They might Ooh. just send you back and forth, to be honest. You'd first probably go to your primary family physician, yeah. primary care. Mm-hmm. But then where would they send you if they didn't know? I don't know. When I was in Durham, we had to see some genital concerns. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. so it could be either. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, it t- depends on characteristic. Like, does it look infectious or does it just look like a skin thing? Mm. You know? The these this particular which I'm not going to say again the the commenters thought it was a normal feature you know like a normal feature of it was within normal limits the PPP thing did they show a picture they did not I was going to say I don't think you which, can upload dick pics to I mean you probably can I don't yeah know. no I'm pretty sure I've seen them. I don't want to I, I've where seen am some, I going to get that <laughs> I've seen some things on Yahoo Answers in my quest I don't. <laughs> It's possible, yes. <laughs> I don't know if they stay there, but yeah, it seemed to be the, the commenters seem to think it was a within normal limits, this issue. So. Huh. But again, they didn't ask as many penetra- they didn't ask as many important <laughs> questions. Yikes. As bad, you bad time to use penetration. I'm glad I caught myself. But it was a good P word. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, put that in the mix. The no. Penetrating no. <laughs> Let's not mix that in. At all. Well, that's our show. Sophia, Marissa, Eric, Annie. Thank you so much for being on the show with me today. It's been lovely. Thank you. Thanks, Deb. And what what kind of pearly penile papule would I be if I didn't thank you, Shortcoats, for making us a part of your week? If you like what you heard today, subscribe to our show wherever fine podcasts are available. Our editors are AJ Chowdhury and Eric Bozart. And Alex Belzer is our marketing coordinator. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine student government. Yay! And ongoing support from the Writing and Humanities program. Our music is by Dr. Vox and Catmosphere. I'm Dave Etler saying don't let the bastards get you down. Talk to you in one week. Hi, short coats. Look, life in medical education, life in America, life in the world is often difficult. And I often wish I could help. All I have is this podcast, but in my wildest dreams, you have the support you need to lead a life of your choosing. You deserve to be happy, healthy, and successful in whatever ways you define those words. So if you need support because you've experienced racism, discrimination, harassment, mental health crises, I want you to be able to get the help that you need. And so I'm going to put some links in the show notes to some resources that you can use. But the bottom line is that for what it's worth, I see you. I know you're out there. I wish I could do more. Maybe I can in ways that I don't understand yet or know about. But I see you and I'm glad you're here and other people are too.